Today on the newscast, the UN is targeting Israel once again, this time over the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Get all the breaking details next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Well, the UN is at it again. On Wednesday, December 1st, the UN General Assembly passed three resolutions targeting Israel. Now, on one hand, folks, this isn't surprising. Since its inception in 1945, the UN has passed more resolutions against Israel than any other nation. That's right. More than China, Cuba, Iran, North Korea, and Syria. So that's our starting point. But what happened on Wednesday is still a bit shocking because it so blatantly ignored history and facts. The UN General Assembly passed a resolution declaring that the Temple Mount, where both Jewish temples once stood and where Jesus once preached and chased out the money changers, is a strictly Islamic site that should be known by its Muslim name, Haram al-Sharif. Now, the resolution passed overwhelmingly, with 129 nations in favor, just 11 against, and 31 abstaining. Now, I guess you could say that a small positive note is that 19 nations that supported a similar resolution in 2018 abstained this time around, but a flat no obviously would have been preferable. I'm looking at you, Germany, Austria, Denmark, and Holland, abstaining on this issue show some moral clarity and do the right thing. And a handful of Western nations, including France, Spain, Switzerland, and Italy, supported this resolution that completely denies any Judeo-Christian connection to the Temple Mount. Thankfully, the U.S. was one of only 11 nations to vote no, but folks, you have to just shake your head that this resolution even passed again by an overwhelming margin, and during Hanukkah, no less, a holiday that commemorates the rededication by the Maccabees of the Jewish temple on the Temple Mount. Now, I recently spent some time on the Temple Mount with my good friend, Danny the Digger Herman, and he shared some very important facts about the most coveted piece of real estate in the world. Without further ado, let's head to Jerusalem with Danny the Digger. The temple was left in ruins, both in Roman times and later in Byzantine Christian times. And when the Muslims appear in the city, when they conquered in 638, they see a city that was once holy for Jews. Now it is holy for Christians. We want a piece of the action too. But wait, where does it say in the Quran, Jerusalem? You know the answer, it doesn't. Okay, so what they do is, they, at first, uh, related to the memory of the temple, many people tend to forget that, but until the 1920s, Eric, the, the pamphlets of the Muslims describing this mountain said it is undoubtedly the place of Solomon's temple. So all three faiths, Danny, agreed, uh, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, that this was the site of the temples. Yes, but the Muslims also, at some point in early Muslim history, related it to Muhammad's night journey, where it says he went to the Masjid al-Aqsa, the far most mosque, in order to go up to the heavens and get the prayers of Islam. And although the, the GPS coordinates are not given, as we know Jerusalem is not mentioned, they still attributed the site to this location. So we had Solomon's Temple and Herod's Temple, the first and second temples, atop the Temple Mount. If you're a Christian, know this, Jesus taught inside that second temple. That's where he chased out the money changers. That's where he went as a young boy, as described in the Gospels. But now we have the Dome of the Rock, 
which you see over our shoulder now, which is not a mosque, by the way, it's a shrine. Yes. And next to it and next is the to third holiest site in Islam. Yes, the Al-Aqsa Mosque is actually next to it. The Dome of the Rock, first of all, architecturally is a copy, a clear replica of a Christian octagonal church. Archaeologically, we, we found about four of such octagonal churches in Capernaum, in, in Caesarea. And furthermore, the size of the dome is exactly the same size as the dome over the tomb of Jesus. Today, however, the Muslims relate the structure only with one narrative, one event, Muhammad's night journey. Okay, they deny the fact that it had the Jewish past. <laughs> so the pamphlets don't say anymore anything but the story of Al-Aqsa, the story of the Far Most Mosque and Muhammad's night journey. And that's, of course, intentional to deny the Jewish rights, historical rights over this yeah. mountain. They also deny any archaeological work to be done on the Temple Mount. Just a reminder, folks, the Ark of the Covenant for hundreds of years stood right there over our shoulder where the Bible says God's divine presence dwelt literally right yeah. here in the Temple Mount. So you see why it is the holiest site for Judaism. And Danny, you and I were at the Western Wall today as well. That is a retaining wall beneath the Temple Mount that helped hold the Temple Mount Plaza up. Yeah. It's still there today. And because Jews cannot worship on the Temple Mount, they worship at the Western Wall. Why can Jews not worship atop their holiest site? Wait, until 67, they couldn't even go on the top. In the early 20th century, one Jew mistakenly went up to the Temple Mount and he was butchered. He was lynched to death by Muslims. The Muslims in the 19th century didn't allow anyone up. And until 67, Jews were definitely denied. So the Jews, as a compensation for the lack of, the, lack of the temple and even the access to where it used to be, adopted a retaining wall that once held it, the Western Wall because A, it was accessible, B, it's original, the lower parts are indeed from the time of the second temple, and third, when you're standing there, you're standing supposedly at the closest point to where the Holy of Holies used to be. And after the Six-Day War, it became a big praying plaza, and on both, on the right and on the left, we started digging on a large scale. You have the Southern Wall Archaeological Park, and beneath the Muslim Quarter, we have tunnels, the Western Wall tunnels, which also enabled us to research and learn more, at least about the perimeter of the Temple Mount. Now, at first, Rabbi said that Jews should not go up onto the Temple Mount at all because we are not pure enough. In order to go up, you should be purified by ashes of a red cow. The red heifer. The red heifer. And we don't know what the red cow looks like today, so we cannot impure ourselves uh, enough to go up. But in recent years, this attitude is changing, and the rabbis are saying, yes, we shouldn't go up to the inner enclosure around the dome, but we can walk on the perimeter. We, we I mean, religious Jews. So it started about 15 years ago when you started seeing religious Jews going up on the perimeter, and some of them wanted to, to pray. The Muslims said, no, it's a holy Muslim place. So the Israeli police, believe it or not, forbids Jews from praying up on the Temple Mount. So, what an absurd. Yeah, if you as an Israeli Jew and me as a Christian, if we try to pray atop the Temple Mount, we'd be arrested or at least chased off. Only, a Muslims, can, only Muslims can pray there. That's the status quo since 1967. Folks, I strongly advise the nations that voted yes on this UN resolution or abstained to read and reread the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse 3, and if they believe it and they know their history, 
they may vote differently next time around. Hey, with all these changing COVID restrictions lately, it's getting harder to get to the Holy Land these days and to actually see Jerusalem up close. So why not bring a piece of the Holy Land to your doorstep with an Artsa box? It's the perfect gift for the Israel lover in your life. Artsa is a unique quarterly subscription box that features amazing products from a different city or region from Israel, all made in Israel by Israeli small businesses. They are now featuring a special Christmas box with eight incredible products from Bethlehem, Nazareth, Galilee, and yes, Jerusalem. Hey, the holidays are here, and an Arts of Box subscription is a great gift for anyone in your life who loves God's land and wants to fulfill the biblical mandate, Genesis 12:3, to bless Israel by supporting Israeli small businesses. Just go to artsofbox.com and use the discount code WATCHMAN18 to get 18% off your Arts of Box subscription. It's a good deal and a great product that we believe in here, and we hope you enjoy it. Thanks for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.